Andrew's Daily Five. Five. And me as we count down our favorite They Might Be Giants songs of all time. We can't be silent because they might be giants. giants. All right, welcome everyone back to the They Might Be Giants countdown with my sister Alicia. You just heard Au Contraire. Uh, you used to speak a little French, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, it took uh, about four years all, all together. So in high school I and thought, college. Yeah, so. okay. So. <laughs> did that ever do you any good in life, I should say? Sure, Does sure. It, did it help you in any way? Oh, yeah. yeah. You pick up on a lot of stuff in, uh, mo- in literature and movies. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. a little... There's a lot of French references, like, out there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, They Might Be Giants use a lot, too. Yeah. They do, yeah. I mean, this song is a great one. Um, au contraire, Dave. Quite the opposite, in fact. I love the references in this song. It's just, you know, it's David Bowie. It's uh, Bach. <laughs> right. Uh, who else is in this? I mean, this is just great. Um Mr. President. Delano, yeah. FDR, <laughs> Jodie Foster, Gandhi. I mean... It's just, yeah, this is a favorite. So it didn't make our list, but I wanted to include it. So that's why you guys heard it as our intro song. So, um, how you been? Everything's good up there in, uh, in Massachusetts? Oh, yeah, nice and uh, sunny and beautiful. Okay. May is the best month of the year. Well, yes. this is probably not May for the listeners, but. <laughs> it won't be May for the listeners, but it's, we are recording in May and it, yeah, it's starting to warm up. Uh, Alicia's birthday is in May, so that makes it a good month. My last mm-hmm. name is May, that makes it a good month. Her you know maiden name so we, yeah may may is where it's at it's got to be may so we love it um we love, we love it may. all right cool <laughs> well let's uh let's start it off today with number 30 and that's my pick and uh this is the mesopotamians i love this song i assume you've seen this one multiple times live right because you've seen oh, them they yeah they play, they play they, it they a lot and it's song. just yeah so much fun it is so a, much fun yeah so, so this fun. is from the Elts <laughs> from 2007, and I love uh, the names that they picked out. So these are all famous Mesopotamians, by the way, but Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, <laughs> and Gilgamesh. Now, Gilgamesh it would probably be the only one I've heard of, uh-huh. maybe Hammurabi, but I love the Ashurba, Ashurbanipal, because yeah. when I first was listening to this song, I always thought it was just, like, the, I didn't realize that was one name. I thought it was know? like three guys. <laughs> it's so long. Like it, <laughs> yeah. I know. Like I saw it was like Asher and then Bonapal. But anyway, um, what I did learn looking into the song is that a Mohenjo-Daran is someone from Mohenjo-Daro, a city belonging to the ancient civilization in modern-day Pakistan that was contemporaneous with 
Bronze Age Mesopotamia. So that's um, that's that reference there. Mm-hmm. And then when TMBG toured during the Lincoln and the Flood era, they had two white Ford Econoline vans. Huh? They called them Millie and Vanilli. <laughs> and so those are kind of referenced in the song when they talk about, you know, touring around in an Econoline van. <laughs> um, but my favorite line is uh, when he says, this is my last stick of gum. I'm going to cut it up so everyone else gets some, except for Ashurba Nepal. Who says my haircut makes me like look like a Mohenjo Daran? So great little, uh, you know, you know, just dissing the other Mesopotamians, and I just love it. So, um, yeah, let's take a listen. Uh, Linnell is the lead vocal on this one. Here's the Mesopotamians. We've been driving around from one end of this town to the other and back, but no one's ever seen us. No one's ever seen us. Driving our Econoline van And no one's ever heard of our band We're the Mesopotamians Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, Pal, and Gilgamesh And they wouldn't understand the word we say So we'll scratch it all down into the clay Half believing there will sometime come a day Someone gives a damn Maybe when the we're the Mesopotamians Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, and Gilgamesh The Mesopotamish sun is beating down And making cracks in the ground But there's nowhere else to stand In Mesopotamia The kingdom where we secretly reign The Mesopotamians Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, and Gilgamesh This is my last stick of gum I'm gonna cut it up so everybody else gets some Except for Ashurbanipal who says my haircut Makes me look like a Mohenjo Darin Hey, Ashurbanipal, I'm a Mesopotamian Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, and Gilgamesh were the Mesopotamians. Sargon, Sargon, Hammurabi, The harmonies in this are great. I mean, they typically like just have mediocre harmonies, but that high harmony, Mesopotamia, like it's just awesome. I love that. It's such it's such a class, like a good um, sing along song. And uh, yes, it's yes, just, that's it's why just it's so great, great at the concerts, you know. 
because yeah. everyone just like we were doing right there. They just everyone's just bouncing, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I know when my it. husband heard this one, he was like, "Wow, that song is so awesome." He loves this right, one yeah. and uh, Canna Joe Hari. He loves Canna Joe Hari okay, too. Cool. Yeah. Well, we may or may not hear Canna <laughs> Johari later in the countdown. We've not heard it yet, but yeah, we've got one for Polly here. That's Mesopotamians that he loves. Um, okay, cool. Twenty nine. That's uh, that's back to you, Alicia. Yes, the captain. I love. Uh, I love that <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced captain. Like C A P. Yeah, I love that it's an M, right? Yeah. I mean, any other normal person would just be captain, you know, but he's. Capum. I mean, that doesn't. I've always struggled with that. Like, why is it Capum? <laughs> yeah. So this is our second one from the Elts. Uh, so this yeah. one's also from the Elts. Um, uh, just a little background on this one. According to Linnell, the song sports a loop of a stadium rock crowd clapping along rhythmically. It's underneath the entire song, but you only hear it at certain moments. I, oh. I'm going to listen for that. I don't know that I've ever noticed that, but there's some sort of you know stadium rock cloud, crowd clapping. And then the song also features a stylophone, which is a handheld keyboard synthesizer plays with, played with a stylus. Oh. So you touch the pen to the metal keyboard, that closes a circuit, and then produces the tone. So listen for the stylophone. Oh, fun. And uh, Linnell said, I own two of these, and they're both, they're both broken at this point. They sound like nothing else. So I thought that was pretty cool. Neat. Um, but yeah, Linnell's, uh, Linnell's the lead on this one. Two Linnells in a row. Let's take a listen to the cap'em. <laughs>
cool. Yeah, oh, I never really paid attention. Neat. I mean, I heard the noise, but I didn't know what it was, and then too lazy neat. to look it up. But that's pretty cool. Never heard that before. They cap yeah, them. Really cool. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> always learning something new. That's right. That's right. Okay, cool. So 28, we are going forward in time. So this is from their most recent studio album, Book, in 2021. This is I Lost Thursday. Um, this song is one that my six-year-old is obsessed with. So he put it on his playlist. So he has a small playlist that's mostly Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack and <laughs> some 21 Pilots and used to be like some Mickey Mouse songs and some Thomas the Train songs and those are getting booted off. Yeah. But this one's on there and has stayed on there and he every time he, he just loves this one. So um, it's a really catchy song and uh, Flansburg does some really cool things like with his vocals and stuff. Um, he he kind of does like some different voices yeah. and you know at some point my six-year-old like that's his grandpa voice and anyway um (laughs) but uh what i found out about this song is he describes this as a song that's quote about the simple recognition that you're losing touch with time but it certainly speaks to this moment so i think he's talking about like this was written during covid Uh um and then the song's musical bedrock is a bass line that linnell recorded remotely and then Flansburg sort of took it from there, and he compares its pushy fusion sound to the band's 88 album, Lincoln. So he, he kind of drew some comparisons with that album. So yeah, Flansburg's on the lead. Let's take a listen to I Lost Thursday. I lost Thursday, I had it somewhere, don't say it's where I left it. I lost Thursday, like it was nothing, that fact is uncontested. Watch, except up another night. 
the grandpa voice. Yeah, he just does some cool things with his vocals and kind of mixes it up. And there's just a lot of cool melodies in this song. Like, yeah. Flansburg probably could have gotten two or three songs out of this, but he just combined them all into one, yeah. and it's just awesome. So. Good one. Love I it. lost Thursday. Cool. Well, uh, <laughs> now we're up with 27, uh, The Shoehorn with Teeth from Lincoln. Yes. Um, nice. This is just one of those nonsense songs that is always you know it's just a classic yeah uh you know asking for something that you know you know doesn't exist like just to see if you can get it i guess i don't know <laughs> but yeah. anytime i use a shoehorn i have to like in my head i'm like well there's no teeth once the ones with teeth yeah like, yeah, and it was funny because uh, I, I was sort of researching this song, and I found out that um, there's a long story behind this. So oh, if you're if you're yeah. okay with me reading this, yeah. So a childhood friend of the Johns, his name was Dan. He shared a story in 2021 explaining what he believes were the origins of the song. So he said, "quote We had a mutual friend named Eric. He had this gag I watched him do, where he would go into a shoe store and ask if they carried shoehorns." The clerks would pull out boxes and show them what they had, and my friend would say, no, this isn't the kind I'm looking for. <laughs> they would have everything from the cheap plastic shoehorns that only cost a quarter all the way up to the fancier ones with long handles made out of real animal horn or engraved silver sterling or whatever. So the clerks would be showing him stuff completely stumped, and they'd say, what kind are you looking for, kid? And my friend would say, you know, the kind with teeth. The kind that have teeth on them, that kind. <laughs> and then the clerks would have all kinds of reactions, everything from I've never heard of that to there's no such thing to can you describe it better. And then the whole time, this guy that's telling the story, he says, I'm trying not to crack up, but the basic idea was to see how long you could keep the gag going until the clerk got frustrated and threw us out of the store. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I thought that was great. Like, they're just like these kids messing with the... You know, messing with the with the people in the store. So he it. did tell the story to Linnell, and I guess he thought it was funny because he didn't forget it, and then wrote the song about maybe a decade later. So, but it's <laughs> it's a classic. It's, it's so it, it belongs high up on this list. It's so good. So yeah. let's take a listen. Uh, Flansburg singing the first verse, and then Linnell is on the second verse. So kind of shared vocals here. Here is Shoehorn of Teeth. He wants a shoehorn, the kind with teeth. People should get beat up for stating their beliefs. He wants a shoehorn, the kind with teeth. Cause he knows there's no such thing. He asks a girl if they can both sit in a chair, but he doesn't get nervous. She's not really there. He wants a shoehorn, the kind with teeth. Cause he knows there's no such thing. Tour the world in a heavy metal band, but they run out of gas. The plane can never land. He wants a shoehorn, the kind with teeth. People should get beat up for stating their beliefs. He wants a shoehorn, the kind with teeth. Cause he knows there's no such thing. What's the sense in ever thinking about the tomb when you're much too busy returning to the womb? He wants a shoehorn, the kind with teeth. People should get beat up for stating their beliefs. He wants a shoehorn, the kind with teeth. Cause he knows there's no such thing. Very cool. Very rocking song. Oh, so good. Such a classic. <laughs> now, I just looked this up, and Linnell is playing the accordion, the tenor sax, and the berry sax. Oh, so that's my. all Linnell, like, double-tracking himself. Nice. So that's really a, cool. It um, is full. Very full-sounding. It's very full. Yeah, very full-sound. I'm trying to remember if I've ever seen this song live and how they do it live. Do you Any recollections on... I don't, I don't on, have any, um, any memories of it, but not to... Yeah, me, you know, I'm trying to... I can't think of any. They probably, they probably have played it, but... 
They should play I it know, a lot more. because it's a great song. Oh, yeah. They played it. Let's see. They have played this 449 times. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we're... we're uh, we either have bad memories or we maybe we have seen it, yeah. but that's a lot for them, actually, <laughs> 450. Cool. Well, that's a yeah. great pick. I love so it. So good. All right, last of the day, number 26 is Wicked Little Critta. <laughs> this is from Mink Car, 2001, and um, this has got some Boston slang in it. Do you, oh, yeah. Did you know any of these Boston slang terms? Um. Well, I mean... Yeah, yeah. They people say that stuff all the time. Wicked is like oh. it's like you know it's like stoked out in like uh, like the West Coast. Right, yeah. They say stoked all the time. Yeah, wicked, wicked everything. Here. What about wicked pissa? Wicked pissa. You know that? Yeah, it means you gotta yeah, like you're really drunk or you gotta go take a. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and then uh, dink, dink or, was the other one. Dink that means like a stupid person or a jerk. I oh don't, yeah, I don't yeah. call anyone a dink. Okay, gotcha. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well. I, this this is a great song, and there's just some fantastic like sort of electronic you know stuff going on. Um, from the TMB website, it said, uh, "Forged in the crucible of Eastern Massachusetts Junior High, this song expresses the dreams, fears, and hopes of a New England young adult." <laughs> Remixed by the Elegant Two, the track celebrates the enchanting old school sound of the mid '80s inner city, even as it invokes the older school of early '70s suburban Boston. And then um, there was a Q&A where Linnell actually said his favorite hockey player, hockey player is Bobby Orr. So, you know, he, he talks a lot about Bobby Orr in the song. Um, but anyway, it's it, this is a great one. So uh, last for the day, here it is, Wicked Little Critta. Uh, this is John Linnell singing, and I uh, hope you enjoy it. is here to lead the way to save the day Wicked Little Critter He clips the puck from Bobby Orr He shoots, he scores Wicked Little Critter As he proceeds to torch the place As he proceeds to scorch the place As he proceeds to torch the place Scorcher, torture, scorcher Wicked Little He's a wicked little critter with a sissy bar And he lays a patch on the tar He's a wicked little critter with a sissy bar And he lays a patch on the tar And he pops a wheelie on his mini bike And he burns rubber and he peels out He's a wicked little critter with a sissy bar And he lays a patch on the tar And he clips the ball from Havlicek And Havlicek is used and abused He's a wicked little critter with a sissy bar And he lays a patch on the tar he decides to ditch and he ditches And nobody knows where he ditched He's a wicked little critter with a sissy bar And he lays a patch on the top It's a wicked little guy. Wicked piss a little guy. Wicked scotch a little critter. He's a wicked little guy. Wicked little critter! He's a dink. Way to go. I like him. I got problems. 
<laughs> nice. What about sissy bar? What, is that, what does that mean? Do you a know? A sissy bar? Yeah. What, did, what, did, what was it? Yeah, what's a sissy bar? I, I think I actually oh. didn't write that down. Let me see here. Oh, a maybe, sissy bar maybe is Maybe that's a, like the bar on the, the bike? It's, the it, yeah, it's the, the curved bar on the back of a motorcycle seat. Oh. Sissy bar. He's a wicked little pisser with a sissy bar. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> he shoots, he scores. Yeah. <laughs> So many cool effects on that one. Yeah, uh, there really are. There's some really, really cool. And I always think of, um, it's like when Yoda does all the flipping oh. and, uh, and uh, uh, what is it? It's like the second um, Star Wars. And he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, like, it wasn't Phantom Menace. What's the one the after clones, Phantom Menace? And like Yoda yeah. just like, yeah, he goes absolutely nuts right. on Dooku. That's, <laughs> that's Wicked, wicked Little, little Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> now that's all I'm going to think about. Yeah, they have listed um, accordion keyboard bass, but then two people that are on programming. So there's a lot of just electronic stuff, but I guess those are the elegant too, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just awesome song. So cool, cool. All Scorch right. Torture. Torture. Scorcher. Well, um, that'll do it for the day, and uh, we are down to top 25. So next episode, we will uh, we'll start the the last quarter of this countdown. So thanks for sticking with us. Um, any final thoughts, Alicia? Uh, no, uh, no, have a great day. <laughs> okay. Yep. Go. They we'll might be giants. Guys, go. They might be giants. We'll see you guys next time. And uh, yeah, go uh, hey. go clip the puck from Bobby Orr, and we'll see you later. <laughs> bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. Jody Foster held two pairs.